0: You're listening to Dodge Movie Podcast. Your hosts are Christy and Mike Dodge, the founders of Dodge Media Productions. We produce films and podcasts. So this is a podcast about films. Join them as they share their passion for filmmaking. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dodge Movie Podcast. The 67th episode, we will be talking about Blue Crush, finishing out our Month of Hawaiian movies. So for those of you who maybe be sporadic listeners, not Lee, not RJ, not Sandy. Let's see who I'm taking them off. Ernie, not Uh Ernie, not Stacy. But those of you who maybe missed, we were going to do five movies and we had to take a sick week. And so enjoy forgetting Sarah Marshall. And we will chat with you as we meet you in person. But we will not be covering that one. We're going to instead go into pride movies for june so that's a little scheduling update we watched this one on apple for $3.99 we watched blue crush if i haven't said it yet the 2002 movie directed by john stockwell which i didn't know that he had become a director but for all of you who grew up in the 80s he portrayed cougar in top gun and he directed into the blue now mike remind everybody which character cougar was
1: cougar is the f-14 pilot who freaks out and isn't able to land and so he loses his spot at top gun
0: and that's how maverick and goose get to go oh my gosh and hey everybody when this episode comes out top gun is coming out so what a great tie-in it is
1: and not to spoil it yet but there is another top gun tie-in in in the writing of this film that we can talk
0: about okay let's that's a little tease everybody so listen up Yeah, this is going to come out on Sunday, and I believe Top Gun will have come out the Friday previous. So we will be in the theater that Sunday. We're coming back from a trip, and we are going to make a point to go. I don't know. Are you going? You haven't decided yet?
1: So here's the thing, is I got a thing from Regal today about pre-order your ticket. I'm like, it's uh, it's not pre-order a ticket for me.
0: Right. Like, well, I'll go have... see it,
1: but I'm not going to stand in line for that Tom Cruise film. I'm sorry. No,
0: we don't have to stand in line because we have the subscription.
1: E- yeah, but I'm also not going to order three weeks in advance just like to get a ticket. I'll, I'll get a seat when I get a seat.
0: Okay, I'm going. That's well, I, just, I'm happy to go that I'm weekend. I'm a child of the 80s, right. and that song gets me going, and I don't want to miss it. That's one of those in-the-theater movies. When people say, will theaters ever go away? I go, no, because of movie's like Top Gun.
1: Well, I think it's going to probably be a lot like Transformers, the first movie that Michael Bay made. Yeah. Where it doesn't make a lick of sense, but what a ride. It's just the like visuals of all those, yeah. those scenes of the fighter jets doing things they would never do in actual never. combat. Exactly. Are going to look amazing. Exactly. I'm
0: not going for the acting.
1: Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> now, w- here's the thing. Yeah. And maybe... Our listeners can write in before they actually see the film. I'm curious, what sport did they replace volleyball with? Oh, I feel like we've seen it in the trailer. Oh, darn. Well, then, not that exciting a game, then.
0: Jeff, we have to stop for a second. Yeah, I feel like it's not volleyball. Oh, no, it'd be funny if it
1: was pickleball. Oh, that would be (laughs) hilarious. Well, didn't they add in a lady pilot so the topless part gets a little bit not so pg-13 if if they i'm trying
0: to think because okay as soon as we turn this off we are going to look it up
1: but they're millennials now all the pilots so it has to be ping pong right
0: it's an outdoor sport i can't believe i can't uh, think of
1: slack line pickleball something like that yeah
0: anyway oh my gosh oh
1: and by the way mad props to hair and makeup and costume design because miles teller looks exactly like anthony edwards son. yes yes he does mad props yes okay
0: we have spent five minutes talking about not the movie that we were supposed to be here talking about. But it's we're a, almost it, like Tig, it's Tig and Cheryl's true story where they don't well, even talk about the documentary that they're supposed to be talking about. I am definitely Tig in that duo. <laughs> By the way, if Tig
1: would like to be on the show, she's welcome.
0: Mm-hmm. Cheryl, too. I probably have a non-sexual crush on Tig, so it stands to reason that you would be the Tig. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think if I had hair, we I'd have similar hair. But I think. Tig and I share a complete ignorance of people who are popular and and famous and stuff.
0: And I can't pronounce people's names like Cheryl.
1: Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) So uh, I think this is a contest for our listeners. We need our own version of Snurple.
0: Yes. What are our listeners called? Right. (gasps) Okay. New contest. Like, I want to set the stakes high. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cash money? Yeah. Do we just give them 50 bucks? Yeah. to the winner 50 bucks goes to whoever can come up with the best name for our fans right all three of you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think we're up to six now
0: okay all six of you get together come up with a name the one that gets the best name and we'll either if we get enough entries we could do a poll or we
1: will choose yeah we choose
0: okay but we could get their input we could see
1: Uh, i don't care about their input on
0: this (laughs) They get to
1: come up with the ideas and I pick it.
0: A poll is a great social media thing. Like social media content. Is this
1: like one of those things where I gesticulate and you say that's awesome for a podcast (laughs) where I'm not thinking?
0: Okay. Okay. We are so far off topic. (laughs) I
1: like it though.
0: (laughs) Okay. Back to Blue Crush. Directed by John Stockwell. Stars Kate Bosworth, Michelle Rodriguez, Matthew Davis, Sano... Sane, Sano, S-A-N-O-E. See, <laughs> Cheryl lines at work. How do I say that name?
1: Is it Hawaiian? Because it would oh. be Sanoe.
0: Okay, let's say that. Sure. Mika Boomer, Chris Tallow, and Phase on Love. I can say that yeah, one. Yeah. The producer is Brian Grazer. That was our notable crew member. The writer is Susan Orlean, who wrote mm. a magazine article called, called Surf Girls of Maui. And the screenplay was written by the director, John Stockwell nice all right got through it the synopsis for this film is as a hardcore surfer girl prepares for a big competition she finds herself falling for a football player that's from imdb and some of the taglines were if you want to feel the rush you have to take the risk i like this tagline three friends one passion no limits (laughs) oh nice such a classic That's hollywood yeah And then the other one is, face your fears, live your dreams. And
1: not as good as three friends, one passion, no limits. (laughs) That's awesome. That's how they sold that film. That tagline right there.
0: Some trivia for the film. During the scene where the girls are on the beach checking the wave conditions, the man that comes out of the water with a bloody eye was an actual surfer who got hurt, and the film crew just shot it and later obtained permission to use it, which you remembered. Yes. From the first time we saw it, I guess. Because I... Love it. Credit to the film crew.
1: Always be Be shooting. ABS. ABS.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another little bit of trivia. Uh, I guess I should have saved this for head trauma. Kate Bosworth was briefly knocked unconscious while filming one of the surf lessons. Matthew Davis tried pushing his surfboard vertically under the water and it slipped out of his hands and launched into the air and struck Kate on the top of the head. (laughs) she was taken to the local hospital as a precaution but suffered no permanent injury good job matthew davis and lastly michelle rodriguez did all of her own jet ski stunts including when she was towing kate out to the biggest waves oh kate's stunt double out to the biggest waves okay Mike, kick us off what is the pickup line of this film there's no way to know (laughs) we're 10 minutes in yeah i mean uh,
1: that was a call back to tig by the way yeah but I wrote down, it's rad, but I actually have no clue. And we did go back many oh, times. Yeah, yeah. And I kept trying, but it's incoherent. I, uh, I, I don't know. There's no way to know. No way to know.
0: All right. Well, there you go. That's the episode. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Back to okay. Top Gun 2023. <laughs> <Right. laughs> okay. I have a lot under cinematography.
1: Awesome. Yeah. That, that, that's probably the most talk aboutable thing right conversation starter in this film
0: we're both doing well with the word we're
1: loopy this is hilarious
0: (laughs) okay i mean you can't go wrong filming in hawaii right visually but the opening scene she's having a dream it was a tough opening i mean it it like throws talk about throwing you into the conflict right right. because she's there's like some weird effects going on they do this thing that almost makes people's skin iridescent i'm sure there's this, this a technical term for it <laughs> that I can't think of right now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like I know
1: what iridescent is, but I don't remember what you're talking about in the <sighs> film. Oh, shoot,
0: I'm gonna Jeff. If you know what I'm talking about, our editor Jeff. Now we're just really breaking down the fourth wall. It's this. I'm sure that there's an effect or a LUT maybe that they put on, and it makes people's skin there. It's like sweaty, and it reads as iridescent.
1: Huh? Curious.
0: If next time we see it. Yep. I mean I've seen it before in other stuff. Right. Anyway, it's it's showing us that she had an accident that's kind of spooked her.
1: Right. And this is the Top Gun tie-in. I made a note of before I found out that the director was in Top Gun. I said the opening shots establish that she has trouble landing on a carrier, er, surfing the big waves after her wow. big
0: wipeout. Oh that's yeah. amazing.
1: It was very much
0: yeah, you're right. The
1: Top Gun moment, like she had to go around again and again. Yeah, and she just couldn't get the
0: hook. Yeah.
1: Wow. So she's Maverick.
0: She <laughs> she is. She is. In 2002, that was much later. Well. Yeah, Top Gun. Top Gun was had 84. to be yeah. Yeah, we should have just looked it up since we're talking about it so much. Yeah. The cinematography though, and one of oh, the yeah. things that I noted is there was a couple times where you would see. Like they would be sitting on their surfboards, like straddling their surfboards. Right. And then they would cut to under the water. And so you would see the surfboards and the legs. Mm -hmm. And it kind of spooked me. Yeah, that was the shark shot. Yes. And I kept waiting for something like that to happen and nothing really happened. And I was just like, I guess cinematographers and directors need to be careful because now when you show an underwater shot... Right. We immediately think it's the POV of the shark. Thanks, Spielberg. <laughs> exactly, George Lucas. Yeah. Who? Which one did it? Both of them? I thought Spielberg directed that one. Oh, okay. I thought Lucas was involved somehow, but he no. He wrote you're it.
1: right. They were buddies. Okay.
0: Speaking of writing, the opening scene, like you said, tells us about the <laughs> main character. And I put I did a quote that well, as we were watching this, Mike said, "So apparently surfers are assholes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I know one surfer that isn't because i went to film school with him and he's a sweetheart right so famously sunny boy garcia
1: i think was a famous hawaiian surfer and he had that locals only very pugilistic approach not particularly welcoming of strangers i'm guessing not welcoming of women either but who knows
0: yeah those guys that kind of were shutting out her football bow they very much gave me those same vibes from that reality show we watched that had Sunny in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a tie-in. Remember how I said I wanted a tie-in back to Blue Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. Anne-Marie's last name was Chadwick, <gasps> which is a nod to Elvis Presley's character Chadwick Gates in there, Blue Hawaii. 19, there you so. got it. We've gone all the way back it's around you guys. I cannot believe we did it, and that was completely unintentional. We yeah. just picked four Hawaiian movies that I we like. I
1: just want to tell the listeners that is not movie magic. We really didn't know that tie-in until right now.
0: And it feels so gratifying. Yeah. If we went clean. <laughs> we, we did.
1: This episode is going to go down in history as the one where they lose their minds.
0: <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the last time we thought they were entertaining. Yeah. That's it. There go our six listeners. Okay even before we got to name them. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So, trying to get serious, she tries to pull it back in control. I thought it was very pro, pro- th- prophetic? Prophetic? Okay. When what, at one point Amory probably act, end of act near the end of Act 2, she says, "I'm tired of holding my breath."
1: Oh, very good. And she that was works stock- in two different ways.
0: Yes. Cuz she's trying to keep her sister on the straight and narrow. Mom didn't Mom die? Or did mom R-U-N-O-F-T? I believe mom passed away. Okay. And so she's trying to keep it all together. She's trying to pursue her career, but she had this accident. And so she's getting kind of spooked. She's trying to be a hotel maid when it's very difficult because tourists apparently are just disgusting. Right. (laughs) Separately, not
1: not as research for this film, but I, I did look up. And the times that the hotel maids are given to turn a room around are really, really short. Very I tight. I don't think I could do it
0: at it's, all. It's almost impossible. Yeah.
1: So it's amazing. And then there's kind of, I guess you could say it's a bridge too far, except it's not a bridge. It's a condom. And that's kind of an interesting scene, which I don't know how realistic <laughs> that is. And somebody says, you don't pay a lot of money to get confronted by a ma- or scolded by the maid. And I would think that that would probably be A career-ending maneuver as a maid to confront a guest on the beach.
0: Which it was. She was fired. And then her friends said, well, fire her or you fire us.
1: And I think that they would probably just fire them all.
0: Yeah. And then at one point, her friend, friend, I use air quotes. Loosely. Yeah. She's trying to get her attention. And she's trying to get her to kind of get out of her own way. And so she hits her with... Like mother, like daughter.
1: Ooh, that's dirty That one stung. Yeah, I noticed that there's this commonality with Point Break, Uh another fine film from the 80s. With surfing. Where the girl teaches the boy to surf. And then as soon as I said that, I'm like, of course, pretty girls can get guys to pay them to teach them all sorts of things, any sport they want. That makes sense to me that the rich quarterback would be like, oh, I want the pretty girl to teach me to surf. Not that guy over there that calls me bleep and howly and wants
0: to punch me. Of course, he's gonna go with her. Right. <laughs> it ends up in this cinematic, just kind of like triumphant. She comes. She we think she's gonna get you know taken out by the tidal wave, and then she pops out the end of the pipeline.
1: I think the cinematography in this was incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. It I- was
1: like at least half surf film right absolutely is wonderful so my guess is i don't know but my guess is they got the guys who do those actual surf films they, to do the in the water stuff it was just too good for uh, i think a person who didn't you know have a lot of experience doing that it was really well done
0: absolutely i think i mean i think in all of these which if anybody has not seen the 100 foot wave on hbo oh, max yeah. it's a fantastic documentary yep about yep. these guys and in that, I feel like they give us a tiny glimpse of the camera people Yep, because those camera people had to be kind of the best of the best because if they were going to be out there with this guy yeah. trying to achieve this hundred foot wave, they too had to be skilled to be out there. So there are specific cinematographers that do surf movies. And I think right. like those surf contests and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's just incredible. It really,
1: yeah, it's great. I will also tip of the cap to the director. He likes a montage as much as I do.
0: <laughs> well, and a surfing montage. I mean, that's just...
1: Right. Well, and they also have a montage of the surfer girls taking off clothes, which is great for ratings. So, right. So, tip of the cap.
0: Which leads directly into, I was just reading my notes and under costuming, as they were wearing string bikinis during much of the action shots, all three actresses suffered wardrobe malfunctions during filming. Kate Bosworth told the Toronto Sun, I'm getting all of this from IMDb, by the way, that her bikini was ripped off at least a few times by the surf. Our man on the water safety team was happy to, was very happy (laughs) the whole shoot. When you're wiped out on a 10 foot wave, it's going to get ripped off you. It's just going to happen. So much so that by the end, I was just, everybody's seen it, (laughs) end quote. So my
1: first bullet point under costumes is bikinis bikinis and more bikinis <laughs> There you go. but my second bullet point is phase on in some budgie smugglers that was awesome
0: oh i have a phase on entry uh hula skirt and coconut bra oh also nice <laughs> you have to if you're gonna have a, a hawaiian movie you got it <laughs> yeah Don the And, hula of skirt.
1: course, the comedian is the guy who puts on the, was, <laughs> the coconut bra and the hula skirt.
0: I was just going to say, and who better than the chubby comedian? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. No accident there. So under sound, I have, I really enjoyed kind of being reminded of Cruel Summer by Rama. Oh, yes. One of my faves. I believe that was early in the film. Mm-hmm, I believe so, too, yes. So that was fun. Did I miss anything before we move on? I don't know much about surfing. Right. Uh I
1: only know basically what I've seen in the movies and the documentaries. Okay. But my question I had was, there is a kind of plot point where her leash that connects her surfboard to her ankle so she doesn't lose a surfboard gets caught on the coral. And my question is, how often does that really happen? Because it seems like if it happened at all, you would not do that (laughs) because it would be a substantial safety hazard. So... Again, I don't, the culture seems to be that surfers aren't very concerned about safety because up until recently, and I think, again, a nod to a hundred foot wave, they didn't wear helmets. And if you're going to get your noggin bumped on the coral, a helmet is maybe not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, but you look like a dork.
1: You do look like a dork, but you can still walk when you're 50. So, <laughs> and you make your choice.
0: You're right. You're right. Good point. All right. Speaking of that, was there any head trauma in this movie?
1: There are numerous wipeouts, but the only one we actually see is Anne-Marie's wipeout in that opening sequence.
0: Aha. She bonks
1: her head on the coral. Ouch.
0: Yeah. How about a smoochie? Does she have a love interest, the football player? Smoochie, smoochie, smoochie. She has a, a love interest, the football player. I do not have a listed smoochie. But they that. we know they had sex.
1: <laughs> okay, now I'm...
0: Because remember, she spends the night and Eden's really mad. And like they come to clean the room, and she's been staying in it. And he had bought her like a black dress and heels. And so they're like, "Oh, you're one of them now." And they're oh, really okay. All right. She's eating waffles. So she's gone from being the maid to being the guest. A kept and, woman. And her friends are
1: pissed. Okay. Yeah. I was having a little little point break, you know, Lori Petty kind of merge thing there. So you're right.
0: Okay. How about a driving review? I know she,
1: she drives her sister to school. Right. So, we have an interesting choice of that 61 Impala as a choice for the surf transport. I will mention Hawaii, as everyone knows, is an island next to an ocean, and so salt water particularly rusts out everything, and that Impala was in really good condition. It looked to me like they took a pretty nice Impala and painted one door with primer color just to make it look old. That car was in way too good condition to be a surf curls car, but it's a nice car. There's a Dodge Power Ram that the surf boys drive, which actually makes sense, right? Because you throw your surfboards in the back, in the truck bed. I will mention based on her driving that squealing tires are happy tires. But (laughs) I don't know how you could possibly fix the Impala's overheating by just adding more water to the radiator. Uh, I mean, that's not going to fix the problem. That might get you another three miles, but it's not going to fix the problem.
0: Is it on brand, though, that those girls wouldn't that's what they how they would fix it. Well, you would do that to get
1: to wherever you're going to work on it, but you gotta. Fi- it's it, it's not fixing the problem; it's just treating the symptom. There's a scene there where the Impala pulls out to get next to the Land Cruiser, and I would believe that the V8 powered Impala could do that, but super dangerous. So that's a negative in the driving review. If you're gonna pass on the left, complete the pass. Don't just linger. That's dangerous. But I do give them credit for when they go off the beaten path and that's full sin in that land cruiser that guy did not care about that rental land cruiser he sent it
0: bonkers not cool should we go to the numbers let's go to the numbers okay i'm gonna try to pull this across the finish line (laughs) okay
1: you can land it maverick (laughs) okay
0: thanks all right this film like i said came out in 2002 it had a budget of 30 million dollars I don't think they would necessarily call this like a windfall success. It, domestically it did make forty. So at least they recouped their initial investment and oh, worldwide yeah. it made fifty-one. But I think this is why we didn't see Blue Crush 2. <laughs> right. Because I don't think that the studio would call that like a winning success.
1: Although was there a direct to Skinemax version? There may
0: have been. <laughs> it got a five point seven out of ten on IMDB. So although the critics liked it way more than Fifty First Dates, which is interesting. Sixty-two percent right. and audiences fifty-eight percent said it was likable. It was an hour and forty-four minutes. It was rated PG thirteen, so maybe more for your tween crowd. It was. It's labeled as a drama, romance, sport, and it's a Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment. So generally, when Grazer and Howard get together, that's just a win automatically. Right. But I guess I guess Cougar choked again. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Stockwell. It did win the Golden Fleece Award.
1: Okay, now I
0: must know what is the Golden Fleece Award. <laughs> well, that's for you to look up. Oh, okay. Jason and the Argonauts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they fleeced the uh, <laughs> yeah. the investors.
1: Oh, or was Ray Harryhausen in charge of the surfing montage? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. And it was filmed entirely, or no, not entirely, in Hawaii and in LA. I'm sure there was some on the soundstage. Right. Okay. We better wrap it up. We need to go eat dinner, and you guys need to go find a better podcast. No. Oh, hey, stop that. Just kidding. (laughs) This is one of our classic episodes. (laughs) Come back next week when we will be talking about Pride movies. I will post on our social media the four movies that we picked for the month of June. This wraps up our Hawaii month. We hope that you all had a great month listening to some of our podcasts and just kind of getting that aloha spirit. You know you are all part of our Ohana and never forget.
1: Dodges never stop and neither do the movies.
0: Thanks for listening to Dodge Movie Podcast with Christy and Mike Dodge of Dodge Media Productions. To find out more about this podcast and what we do, go to DodgeMediaProductions.com. Subscribe, share, and Leave a comment and tell us what we should watch next. Dodges never stop, and neither do the movies.